Welcome back to the Statline Podcast. I am Jordan, your host, and we are about to unpack the week games of week number six of the NBA and everything it had to offer. Before that, as always, if you have any questions on today's episode or things happening around the league, please hit me up at statline.podcast at gmail.com and I will answer your questions here on the show. Let's look at the week that was. Very, very interesting week. We obviously have Thanksgiving for those of you in the US today. Happy Thanksgiving. This is a one tradition that I do love from the US and something that I wish we embraced more down here in Australia. Good food, reasons to be thankful. Gotta love it. So no games today in the NBA, but still plenty of games to cover. So, let's get into the plus, minus, the plus, minus, everything positive and negative happening around the league this week. And we start with the negative because we like to start on the low note, then finish on the high. And this week's is a bit of a surprise. The Chicago Bulls lose both games this week. They lose to the Pacers, and they lose to the Rockets. These are two terrible losses. Like, there's no explanation for these losses. They lose to the Pacers by 32. And they lose to the Houston Rockets by 5. Now, for a team that I really believe should be top 3 in the East, top 4. Okay, let's say top 4 because the Bucks are definitely back. Looking okay. Top four, you can't afford to lose these games. Indiana's been playing a little bit better, so they're not like a bottom feeder of the East. But the Houston Rockets win their second game of the season. You can't do that. You need to be consistent night in, night out. Now, I just also want to rattle off some stats for you that shows how much the Bulls struggled this week. And I don't know if there's any real reason for it. Now, they are missing Vucevic, uh, Nikola Vucevic, um, but still the depth is should be deep enough. So DeRozan against the Pacers only had 18 points and two assists, one rebound. Not good in 27 minutes. Zachary Leve- uh, Zach Levine, uh, 17 points, three assists, two rebounds. Not good. Lonzo Ball, disappointing. No points, zero of seven. Five rebounds, two assists. They just the, the next highest scorer was Derek Jones Jr. with eight points off the bench. Like it was a horrid night. Their shooting percentage was low, and that was a big part of it. But yeah, just and then the really inexcusable loss against the Houston Rockets, where they just seemingly couldn't stop anyone. You know, Houston's bench outscored them massively and shot at a high volume. And Nikola Vukovic was back for this game, so again, still no real reason. Pretty much full health. Chicago Bulls lose that game. They're going to regret those couple of losses. By the end of the season, the top four, it's going to be tight. That could be the difference between fourth and third. And that is massive, especially as long as you make it through the first round, looking into the second round. So I really hope... The Bulls can regroup. I'm going to be very eager to watch them over the weekend and the week to come to see how they respond to this terrible, terrible, terrible week. Moving on to another loser of the week. And it has to be 
has to be the Denver Nuggets. Denver Nuggets lose uh, the game to the Portland Trailblazers by 19 with a game with uh, Nikola Jokic out. And him being out, this team... This team has nothing. Their best performance was Jeff Green. He had a good game, but Denver Nuggets were sitting at nine and five and have slipped and had backed down to nine and nine now on a bit of a losing streak and struggling. The Denver Nuggets, we knew it was going to be tough. I kind of said this at the start of the season. Without Jamal Murray, losing Michael Porter Jr., now Nikola Jokic is kind of in and out. They haven't even given a timeline on this injury or really any updates. It's just, it's not what you want to see for a Denver Nuggets team that wanted to at least be fighting for a playoff spot. And the other teams behind them have caught up. So a very, very interesting, very, very interesting one there. The other loser of the week has to go to... The 76ers. The 76ers, they're struggling. They're in a bad, bad spot. They got one win, one loss. They beat the Kings, and they had a terrible loss to uh, the Warriors. And Embiid's meant to be back soon, but if Embiid continues to have a season like this where he's in and out of the lineup, obviously the whole situation with Simmons just seems like they're just dragging that on. I can see this Sixers team... Firstly, falling away from the top four, no question. But now I'm worried you're going to find these 76ers playing, fighting to be in the playoffs, in the play-in by the end of the season. And that is the last place they should be. From first in the East last year, obviously their playoffs didn't go to plan and the rest is history. They should not be even thinking about the play-in. But right now... I would be, I am voicing my concern and telling you right now, stay tuned to the 76ers. Watch Embiid's health because those two things and the whole Simmons situation equals bad, bad news. Let's have a look at some positives. The plus, the plus, I mentioned it a little bit earlier, but the Bucks are back. Another two wins, good wins, 30-point win against the Magic and a... 20-point win against the Pistons. Not tough competition, but they're winning comfortably. And that's something that wasn't happening early in the season when they were hitting highs and lows. They were losing to bad teams, but also the, they, the teams, bad teams that they were beating, they weren't beating convincingly. And they had a couple of big wins. They're on a bit of a high streak. They're already back into sixth. Only one game, one and a half games behind second. That's how close that two through two... Well, two through to Bloomin' 10 at the moment. It's that close in the East. But for the Bucks, that's good news. They're on a five-game win streak and seem to have figured out just a few problems that they were having with people in and out of the lineup and just finding motivation. Other, other winners of the week have to go to the Sacramento Kings. They have a good win against Portland yesterday. Four-point win there. They obviously fired their coach, Luke Walton, and Alvin Gentry seems to be a good fit for this team. They had a loss against the 76ers. That's okay. I just I think it's a positive week overall for the Sacramento Kings. They bring in a new coach, which I, I'm saying it right now. I called it before the season even started. Hashtag fire Luke Walton. They've done that. I don't mind Alvin Gentry as an interim coach. He's probably not maybe their long-term coach unless he has a lot of success. 
Also, Marvin Bagley's back playing the second. For some reason, Frank Vogel... Oh, Frank Vogel. Um, for some reason, Luke Walton had an issue with him and wasn't playing him. He's too talented, too young not to be playing for this Kings team that needs their young players to develop. And seeing him be crucial, hit a dagger three in the Portland game, is a big win for Sacramento Kings fans out there. And if you're a Sacramento fan, you've got to be happy with that. Another winner of the week has to go to has to go to the Hornets. Another couple of good wins. They beat the Wizards by six. And that was a solid win because obviously the Wizards are playing pretty good basketball at the moment and they beat the Magic, Orlando Magic, by seven. Two fairly solid wins. Uh, the Hornets are playing good defense. Both games keeping teams under 100. Really good to see from the Hornets, and they keep on getting the wins that they need. And my final winner of the week is none other than crowned king during the Pacers game, LeBron James. 39 points in that game with a bunch of other stats. Good to see him have his best game, easily best game of the season. I, I'm i all for LeBron. I'm all for LeBron. I'm not a fanboy. I don't go for the Lakers, but he has been good for so long and has probably had a tough season and a half. And this season hasn't started much better. And it's kind of good to see LeBron have a good game, especially after last week's whole thing with Isaiah Stewart and that. He served his suspension, playing the Pacers, gets a big overtime win against them. Good for LeBron. And I think the league's better off when LeBron's playing well and is healthy. It might not long might last much longer than this. And people, we have to appreciate. If you are a hater out there or someone that's not a fan of LeBron, I my only challenge to you is, yes, you might hate, but appreciate. Because this guy's going to go down as one of the all-time greats. People will argue the greatest of all time. If not, he's at least top three, top five, if you're really, really going to be picky. And we don't know when this kind of player, talented player, will be back in the league. We won't have a LeBron ever again. So take the time to just put aside the hit, the hate and just enjoy the, la- like the last probably, th- I reckon, three, two and a half seasons of LeBron because it's not going to be around forever. The la- also, a, just a very quick shout-out. The Suns, 13 wins in a row. They deserve a shout-out. That's, that's massive. So, so, so good. So, so good. Moving on to Top Shot Movement. It's a movement, people. Get on it. Top Shot. If you don't know what it is, check it out. Google it. It's the new way to collect moments. Not cards, but kind of like cards. If you haven't been introduced to it, it's probably the easiest way. Digital cards, moments of your favorite players, past and present. There's a lot going on right now. New pack drop for everyone on Monday for those of you in the US. Tuesday morning for us here in Australia. New Threads is its title and it's new players in new uniforms such as Lonzo Ball, Patty Mills, uh, DeMar DeRozan, Spencer Dinwiddie, Kuz, you name it, Kamala Anthony, Russell Westbrook, new moments in their new uniforms and that's going to be an awesome, awesome drop. 140,000, 130,000 uh, packets, only one packet 
per purchase, but you can rejoin the line if they don't sell out. I highly suggest getting in early, get a pack and rejoin. These are going to be positive in all aspects. Fun new packet, only 14 US, worth jumping on. A couple new challenges are out. The Steve Nash challenge is nice. Can't complain about Steve Nash. And it's not too hard of a challenge, especially if you have some of the archive moments. That's a win. We also have our new, currently, before it finishes, rarest WNBA uh, challenge with like multiple legendaries. It's really hard unless you already had them. But only 71 people completed that so far. And if it finishes at that, it will be the rarest WNBA moment on the market, which is very fascinating. Very, very fascinating. Plenty of things. The market's also up in general with flash challenges. We had another one this week where it had five stats. Roco, Robert Covington of Portland Trailblazers was a big one there. He only has one moment on the marketplace and he was a category that had to be collected. It jumped from $30 to $65 to $70. 70 was the, $75 was the peak. In that time, if you have it, sell it. If you don't have it, maybe think about it. Yes, it is a Series 2 pack, but... It might not be worth the amount. Yeah, yes, yes, it could be. I understand that. But just think about it before you just go all in. It's a movement, people. I'm telling you, get on board. If you're someone that likes collecting or just loves the NBA, go and check it out. If you're already on it, you know what I'm talking about. You know it. You know it. Let's have a look at my games of the week. My games of the week... For this week headed was Wednesday. All the games on Wednesday. We had Heat Pistons. Great game. Pistons competed. Eight point win for the Heat. Tyler Hero, the massive, massive play off the bench. 30 off the bench. Great game. The Knicks versus the Lakers. The Knicks take a great six point win in the garden. No LeBron because he was having his uh, one game suspension. But a great game in the garden. Lakers, Knicks. You love to see it. It was a game right down to the last little bit. Evan Fournier having another big game, which is important for Knicks fans because Evan Fournier has been a bit hit and miss. He's been like benched in the fourth quarters a lot recently, so good to see him have a big game. The Trailblazers get a massive win against the Nuggets, who were without Nikola Jokic. Uh, McCullum and Lillard both had big games there. Good to see them work. And again, they continue the streak of winning at home. One of the best, if not the best team at home in the whole league. And then the worst, worst team on the road. They can't win on the road. It's disgusting. Disgusting. Fix that, Chauncey Billups. Fix it. And then the Mavs and the Clippers and the overtime game, the late game, the overtime massive game, Reggie Jackson played off his bananas. That doesn't make any sense, but he killed it. 31 points, but wasn't enough. Luka... And Paul Zing, the unicorn, getting it done in overtime with an eight-point win. My call prediction of the week was that two that someone would have a fifty-point game. It did not happen. Bit disappointing, but I'm going to double down on this. So my prediction for this weekend coming is that Curry or Lillard they play each other. Warriors, Blazers tomorrow. Saturday here in Australia or Friday there in the US, I reckon Curry or Lillard are going to go off and have a 50-point game, one of them. That is my prediction of the week and coming up. The stat line of the week. The stat line of the week is an interesting one for you. 
Stat line of the week goes to a little underrated little little gem for you all. And that is the, wait for it, the starting players. All five starting players for the Toronto Raptors. Ready for this? In their game yesterday against the Memphis Grizzlies, they get a 13-point win, massive win. And here's your starters stats for you. Scotty Barnes, 17 points, 9 rebounds, 3 assists. Great game by the rookie. Pascal Siakam, 30, uh, 17 points, 7 rebounds, 2 assists. Good from Siakam. Precious Okongwu, 17 points, 2 assists, 4 rebounds. Good from Precious. Gary Trent Jr., 26 points, 4 assists, 1 rebound. Great from Gary Trent. And Fred Van Vliet, 23 points, 7 assists, 6 rebounds. The starting lineup got it done for the Toronto Raptors. Delicious. Moving into the weekend, I've already given you my prediction. I doubled down on the 50-point game, saying that it will be Curry or Lillard tomorrow for you all in that awesome, delicious matchup, Warriors-Blazers. The game of the weekend is also Warriors-Blazers tomorrow for you all. And I have a second. Heat Bulls on Sunday here in Australia, Saturday there in the US. That's a great matchup, Eastern Conference matchup. Two awesome, awesome games to look forward to. Eastern rivals, Western rivals. Got a big weekend of games coming up. I'll be back with you, as always, next week. Monday to recap the weekend of week six. Until then, be safe. As always, don't forget, the NBA is like your mama's cooking. Delicious, delicious, delicious. <laughs>